welcome to Inspiration from the Couch. I'm Avery. I'm Jamie. And I'm Lucy. We are psychologists and moms. Join us as we discuss what we've figured out, what we've yet to figure out, and what there's just no figuring out. It's sure to be fun, and you may be inspired along the way. Hello, everyone. So today we are going to talk about midlife and what it's like for us to be in this area without a map. I'll talk more about that here in a minute. So I did a little Googling. So if you just Google the word midlife by itself, you look at the top results in there. If you Google midlife or women in midlife, and the number one association with that is crisis. Transition is in there, which I like that word a little bit better, but mostly it's crisis. <laughs> you know, and Jamie, it's interesting. And I don't know if, if the Google spoke to this, but I don't often think of like <laughs> the Google. The Google of like women having midlife. When I think of a midlife crisis, I think, think more men, men for some reason. And like a red sports car. Yeah. Yeah. Younger wife. You know, younger women. wife. Uh-huh. So the top website actually offers a course for how men can survive this time period that women are women dealing with. Women in the midlife? Yeah, women in the midlife. And here is how men can. Okay, so here is like the little tagline. So midlife crisis, depression, post-traumatic stress syndrome, whatever you want to call it. Okay, those are all very distinct things. Your wife is in deep emotional crisis and you have an important decision to make. Are you going to weather the storm with your wife or throw in the towel? These are literally I mean, the words on this wait, website. Is there, is there like a program that this person there is, is offering? There is a online course. program, an uh, online course for this, this man. How expensive is it? I didn't even look because yeah. all that happened that. was like a stream of profanities that came out of my mouth. Uh-huh. So what is your reaction to this, this marketing ploy to men? It feels very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> right on point. Um, I was like, oh, my God, Ooh. what the F is this? Yes. Like, angry. All right, you get to this point, and here it is. Midlife crisis, depression, or PTSD. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. Are you going to hang out, or are you going to, okay, you know, dish. jump ship? Let <laughs> me ask y'all real quick. So before you even read that, when you thought of women in midlife, like, what came to mind for you? Because I'll be honest, I've never thought of women in midlife as being crazy and unstable. I don't. Mm. Maybe I just don't. Maybe we just don't talk about it enough for me to know, but that's never been like an image that comes to mind for yeah. me. So that's surprising. I don't think that either. Okay. And maybe it's because I'm here. You know, I have arrived and <laughs> this is where I, I am. Younger. Yeah, even when I was younger, I didn't. I mean, I think the automatic image that you get is men and, you know, uh-huh. with like the acting leaving out. is what, acting yeah, like 20. acting out, like, yeah. you know, kind of like Steve Martin in Father of the Bride. Have you, have you seen that where he dyes his hair, he's uh-huh. driving his little thing around and it like really catches the wife off guard, uh-huh. you know, and he's, and he's sitting in the stylish chair and she like spins him around and, you know, he's had white hair forever and it's like dark brown and she's like, ooh, bitchin'. And he was like, ooh, bitchin'. <laughs> <laughs> like comes in and like scares Diane Keaton, you know, who uh-huh. plays his wife in the movie. And so that's what I think of. I don't really think of anything having to do with with women. No. And I guess if I'm really kind of reflecting, I guess the other thing that comes to mind for women is maybe just like a reluctance to age physically. So yes. I think like appearance wise, maybe more so like women who are maybe getting like nipped and tucked and Botoxed and yeah. like those things to try yeah. not to age physically. But that's it. Yeah. That's it. 
Well, yeah. And like, nobody really talks about menopause and like in terms that are helpful. Hey, can we read a book? Can we do a book club on a menopause yeah. book? Yeah, we because got I probably need some education. Maybe okay. that's the only way I'm going to read a book. There's a really good one on menopause. It's called What Fresh Hell Is This? Okay. And it's really funny. So, yes, I think okay. we need to do that. We could do a book club episode Perfect. on it because it's hilarious. Awesome. Yeah. And I think that's really why we're talking about it now is it's not really talked about. Like right. the fact that we can easily pull up an image. I mean, my image would be. A guy in a red sports car with dyed hair and a new, like, upgraded, quote-unquote, wife. But a midlife woman, aside from menopause, I don't really think of any characteristics. Yeah. But apparently we're crazy. Apparently we're crazy. And and our our husbands are going to leave us or decide to weather the storm. Yeah, we're a storm. Yeah. We're a storm? (laughs) (laughs) Which I don't necessarily see as a bad thing, like, quite honestly, but, you know. And then, so then I was like, okay, well, let me Google a little bit more. Like, let me try to find something a little bit reputable. And then it's just like sad. So <laughs> then, like, I go to like the storm to sad. Yeah, like so the CDC like reports that women aged forty to fifty nine have the highest rate of depression at any age or gender in the United States. And I was like, well, that's lovely. And then like the suicide rate for middle aged women aged forty five to sixty four has increased by sixty three percent since nineteen ninety. So I was just kind of sitting there staring at the laptop like, oh, <laughs> exactly. Well, no wonder no one's talking about it. I know. It's dark. It's dark over there. I know. So, I mean, I think like <laughs> everything in there, like all of this, like that course, like the statistics, all of that just makes it seem like, oh, my God, avoid Don't this at all costs. Like try to prevent aging, try to prevent, you know, like being in midlife. And I just feel like just from my own experience of just being where I'm at, I'm being 46, human. you know, that it feels really fear mongering yeah. to me to have all of this stuff <laughs> for yes. you like that, those your reactions to to that. Yeah. It feels fear-mongering. It feels like no wonder we don't want to age. Like there you think about like I forget the as men age they get more distinguished or they have like that right. there's something kind of sexy or appealing right. or nice about kind of like an older man, a silver fox, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And then we've got the cougar. Like yeah. like that and, and maybe I kind of like the idea of being a cougar, but I think that there is this like double standard of like really men can age and women really shouldn't because otherwise their husbands are going to leave them and they're going to be depressed or suicidal. But I think what strikes me too, yeah, sad. (laughs) Yeah. Is that it feels a bit like a vortex. Like this is something that we're not really talking about. Uh Right. And when you think about like women at this age who probably have kids, maybe older kids or grown kids, maybe they have aging parents. Like there's, there is a lot going on. There is a lot going on. But it's really not discussed. And and like we said about menopause, no one ever talks about menopause. Like how much time do we give to like teaching kids about puberty and women, girls about like starting your period and what to expect and what to do. Like no one talks about menopause. I know. I mean, I went to my gynecologist like earlier in the summer and I was like, so how do I know like if I'm yeah, <laughs> if I'm there, like what's what's happening? You know, and she's like, Well, are you, you know, are you having hot flashes or whatever? I'm like, No. And she's like, Okay, well, I think you're okay. And I'm like, That's it? Like yeah. that's the only guideline? Like just checking in with my body temperature. I mean, you know, I don't know. I sweat a lot. Well, so and, like, and there's a lot of women in menopause who don't have hot flashes. Exactly. I think, and I don't think the symptoms are like universal. I know. It's very different. So yeah, I mean, I, I think there is. I think there's in midlife there is a a ton of transition. And so I don't really 
necessarily appreciate the word crisis with it because there is a lot of transition. And I think the difference is, is that we don't have a map from midlife as we do in other phases of our lives. Right. I I mean, we, you know, like up to this point, you did have kind of a map. I mean, Mm -hmm. you go to school, you get, get married or partnered, have children, have a career, engage in, you know, caretaking of, of everybody. Your children kind of give you a map. You could do kindergarten. You first, like there's this kind of this like structure, Right. right. And then you get them through high school and get them off to college. But then that's where everything kind of comes together. Yes. Right. Like comes together or falls apart. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's how exactly. The storm. Right. Right. The storm. I mean, yeah, there, there are paths like well-worn paths that we know, like kind of how to go down or have had models for it. Or we have rituals that mark it. So Thank like you. births, weddings, graduations, you know, all of those sorts of things, baby showers, like different child rearing, school related activities, all of that kind of stuff where Whereas in midlife, it's just kind of like, you know, me floating out to sea. Uh-huh. Like, it just, it can feel like that. <laughs> I'm laughing. Have y'all seen that little, I forget who's in it, but it's a clip of these actresses that are all in midlife. I'll send it to you. I'll, I'll attach it in the show notes. But basically, they have this meeting with this other actress and they're like, congratulations, you are no longer fuckable. Oh. And they're like, oh, what? And they're like, you've crossed over to midlife. And then like, at the end, they have this oh conversation. God. It's so funny. And then at the end of the conversation, somebody gets on a robot and they're like, is she going to die? Like, no, her house. It's just right around the corner. But it's so funny. But it's like, welcome to this period of your life where you're no longer going to be playing these roles. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow. But we really don't have any. We're done. Like once our kids kind of do their stuff. Yeah. We don't really have our own markers. Right. Of like, oh, like this is a. Hallmark, like an ending point or a beginning point or a ritual. Yeah. I mean, you know, we don't have a party when, you know, I have my first hot flash. Yeah. It's very, very unfortunate. Ooh, we need to. Should have been a party. I think so. So let's talk about that just briefly. Let's talk about some of the transitions and stuff that we've seen, like as we've gotten there. Or where do you want to go, Lucy? Oh, I was just cracking up. I was thinking we need to like art of gathering that. That was yes. another episode. We can yes. create a whole, we can consult with her, create a whole thing I think for sure. our menopause yes, rituals. I'm yeah. loving our menopause rituals. Okay, I'm sorry. I just was laughing at myself. So go ahead, Jamie. No, no, no. So like, I mean, let's we're talking about like hot flashes and hormones and body changes and and things like that. I mean, I think that is one of the areas where you'll see a lot of change. Like where bodies doing all kinds of different things. And seems like nobody has a really wonderful explanation (laughs) or guidepost or something. And I mean, I'm in a slightly different boat because I I had to have a full hysterectomy. And so I woke up in menopause. Yeah. And I literally had a hot flash in the hospital. It was like, holy shit, that came fast. And it was like, on one hand, it was, I guess, predictable. Like I knew I was not in menopause when I went under and I was in menopause when I got up. And it was like very clear, Mm -hmm. but still I didn't have a really great explanation. It was like, well, we can give you these hormones and it really is for hot flashes or like, and it was like, oh, okay. But there is something powerful to that of like, I remember that was part of it. And then my, I've got this daughter that's growing up. And so I'm like at the end of my fertile time and she's, I mean, it's kind of a mind fuck. There's a lot going on there. And then I just, I feel like we do a pretty good job of educating everybody on the planet about childbirth and right. like, or not everyone maybe on the planet, but a lot of books are written. A lot of classes, hospitals have classes. I didn't have a menopause class. Like there's just, I think we do a lot better job at the beginning of life there than we do kind of with this end of fertility, end of you know, menopause or midlife. Like mm-hmm. there's lots going on and there's just not a lot of resources. There's not a lot of support 
that's good information. I, mean, I guess I could check out this class and see how men could survive it, but I'd love much rather see how women can like thrive in it. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Cause I think it is presented as transition, but like a lot of grief and loss and disappointment, which is, I don't know. I mean, I'm 46, but I just don't feel that way. I don't, I, that's not my experience right mm-hmm. now. I mean, yes, there are definitely transitions and, and changes and, you know, I think aging, I mean, we all have to deal with it. You know, my, my body isn't as <laughs> mobile or agile, you know, as it used to be, but, you know, I'm still moving around, you know, I think we have to deal with illness sort of being more, more prevalent and, you know, just different things like that. All the checkups, all the screenings, all, all the, the t- there are lots of doctor's appointments. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I mean, I, I will still say, I mean, I'm only four years in, but my forties far and away have been my favorite decade. It's like, everything feels a little bit more settled. I'm not in the striving part right. of my life anymore. My daughter's old enough that she's not requiring constant day in and day out care. I'm kind of settled into my career. We're settled into our marriage. We're settled. In, like, it feels kind of like, whoo, I've got like kind of this like space for creativity, mm-hmm. like what we're doing, this podcast, our other badass work. I love it. I love my 40s so far. And I wouldn't say I'm in a crisis. It feels more like creativity and opening up, like expansive. Mm-hmm. And just this idea of like, you know, nobody's really looking at me. Nobody's really thinking about me nearly as much as I think they are. So I'm just gonna fucking do it. Whatever it is, scuba diving or going to Disney or riding Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's do it. It feels very freeing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what have the 40s been like for you, Lucy? Yeah, they have been, they've been fine. I mean, yeah. it's. I feel like I've had this experience throughout my life where I never feel as old as I imagine. Like when you're yeah. like 18, yeah. you, know, you see people in their 40s, you're like, oh, they're old. Right. Like right. now in my 40s, like I don't feel that old. Yeah. 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 So. With you. Same. Same. I think I've always like been that way too. Like it doesn't matter what age is coming. I don't necessarily feel that way. I think in a lot of ways, I've always been like old for my age. So I think I'm finally like caught up. Like 40s is probably about how old I've been for a lot of my <laughs> life. Like kind of like liking things the way I like them, doing things the way that I want. I mean, like there's just kind of this like freedom to do things the way that we want to do versus like the people pleasing that we've talked about in previous episodes of like trying to fit into all these other external molds, etc. Yeah. yeah. So probably lots of I don't know, lots of stories like we've talked about, mm-hmm. lots of stories about being in in midlife. Are there any particular ones that you've told yourself or that you've heard as you have approached this time period? I think you do kind of get the message like it's all downhill from here. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, I, and I think that maybe there, I think there could be some truth physically and mentally. I mean, I think there's some pros. I mean, I do feel sometimes like a bit of cognitive decline. Like I feel like my brain isn't quite as like, sharp or quick as it once was Mm -hmm. like you're saying with your body like my body still works fine but it's once again i'm 44 right like there's there's a shift there yeah but that idea that it's all downhill from here feels a little like fatalistic yes and and sad and scary yeah 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 it does as if there's a right side and a wrong side of the hill i mean (laughs) right right and i do think i mean one story i think i've told myself until just recently is like I am going to be a disaster when Wesley goes off to college. Mm. Like that is going to be almost unsurvivable for me. Wait, why? I don't know. I think part of it was that when she was younger, she was so much of my life Mm. that it was like, what am I, like, I'm not going to have a life without her. Mm. But now I think I forgot that she was actually not going to go like from four years old to 18 years old overnight. Like that this was going to be a gradual departing and filling up. Like, 
and our relationship's just changing. It's mm-hmm. not, but I think in my mind when she was younger, I was like, oh my God, only 14 more years till she turns 18. Oh my God, only 13 more years until she turns 18. <laughs> and it was like, wow. I mean, first of all, like no pressure on Wesley, poor thing, but like, <laughs> That's just not my experience at all. I mean, she's 13 years old now. I see her so much less than I saw her at four. Our relationship's so different. It's lovely. I can see, I can envision us having a wonderful relationship when she goes off to college Mm -hmm. and beyond. I can see, I mean, it's like, it's going to change. It's always been changing, but it's like, we can relate to each other now like we never could three years ago even. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's all really going to be okay. I mean, like, I think I do that like scorcher scenario thing for yeah. most of my life of like, oh, the only way this is going to work out is terrible. And I do feel like kind of opened up of like, or it could be beautiful or it could be fine. Yeah. It's going to be both. Like allowing for the change. Yeah. And like it may be different, but that doesn't mean it's worse. Yeah. Right. And there may be some like grief and loss in that and like totally. sadness. And there may be some like really beautiful things like right. you're saying as well. And kind of like, okay, Avery, if you're feeling like your life is going to be over when she leaves, like you need to get a life, get your shit together <laughs> and get a life. Yeah. Five years, get your shit together, get a life. And I have, I mean, I, this y'all, I mean, there's a lot that I'm doing. I'm like, this is a lot of pressure on me and Jamie. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you can talk to Wesley, see how she's managed. But yeah, but I mean, just to kind of say like, oh, you know what? That's actually up to me, how I deal with that. And yeah. I have all the freedom I need to like fill my life up, do what I need to do. Question the stories that hold me back. That kind yep. of thing. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I remember taking human development in grad school and we talked about like people doing what's called a midlife review, which I think is a good thing to do. Like, I think like when you reach this point, kind of to your point, Avery, what you were saying, you know, there's a lot less striving and like focusing outward. And so I think it is important to do kind of this midlife review and reflect on, you know, where in my life do I feel a lot of satisfaction and maybe where is some of that missing and how can I, you know, get more of that, get more satisfaction, more joy, more adventure, all of that stuff. Now that you've got, you know, a little more time space, if you're, you know, in midlife with kids, you know, generally they're going to be more independent and aren't as reliant on you as before. Or maybe, you know, if you're a little bit more advanced in midlife, maybe your kids have left the house. So you've got all kinds of well, I don't want to make assumptions that you have all kinds of time, but you probably have more time to focus on you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing that shifts in midlife too, is there's like all these have tos and those start to get kind of checked off a little bit and there frees up some space for some want tos, yeah. right? And I think that sometimes it can be hard to figure out what that is, to give that value as well. So it's an, an interesting kind of pivot from like, I need to get a job. I need to get a house. I need to have my family. I mean, I need to get all the things to like, okay, like there's a period of a little bit of peace of like, what do I want to do with all of this? Mm. You know, you mentioning graduate school made me reflect that actually in all of our training and education, like you have the developmental uh-huh. stages, mm-hmm. like we don't talk much about anything. I mean, I feel like we do a lot with like early development yes. and kids and adolescents and even young adulthood. There's, there's almost no talk about midlife. I feel like the field maybe has done a better job talking about the elderly. Like that's yes. been like a growing and emerging field, but midlife is like this black hole. Yeah, it is. There's a big skip over that part. And I'm, I'm even thinking about like all of the, the couple and family classes that I took. And we talk about the family, like life cycle transition, you know, and there's all this like coupling and then like 
becoming parents and parents of young children and, and parents of, you know, elementary age, and then they go off to school and then it just kind of skips over. And then all of a sudden we're like close to death. It's right, like, what, right. what, what, yeah. what has happened? Like, There's what about big, all that stuff in between? That's right. It's, yeah. It's a black hole. Yeah. Yeah. I'd never even noticed that. Yeah. yeah. Huh. That is really interesting. Yeah. So the questions for you all, I mean, and it's stuff for, for folks to, to think about, too, if this is if you're approaching midlife, if you're in this area. What about for you all? What is something maybe that you've always dreamed of doing that you've never had an opportunity to do yet? But now maybe you have time, resources that you would be able to do it. Is there anything? One big opportunity, and I think this is one that we share, is this new project that we're doing. I think that really when I look back on I mean, my decision to work when Wesley was born, I mean, it was, that was all I could really do is I did my private practice and I had time with Wesley and that was what I had room for on my plate and just barely sometimes. And now that she's kind of doing her own things and my private practice is kind of in a nice little, like humming along place. Like I do feel like this space to do something that, and I want to do it with people, collaborative, creative of like, Ooh, I could use my mind in this different way. I think sometimes they talk talk about this stage of being like generativity. Yes. And I'm feeling that. I'm definitely feeling like, oh, I want to create. I want to do. I've got like more space and more energy. I'm not so sleep deprived like I was when I had a small mm-hmm. child. Like I just kind of feel like, ooh, I've got some <laughs> some middle some remaining middle faculties that that you know I'd like to use for good. Right. Right. How about for you, Lucy? Is there anything that you haven't done that you'd like to do? I, mean, I think of travel and I've traveled, yes. but there's a lot of places I haven't been Same. Mm-hmm. that I would like to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there any particular adventures that y'all would enjoy that you haven't embarked on yet? I'm with you on the travel. I'm really looking forward to, I think Wesley now is at an age that she could remember and really enjoy international travel, mm-hmm. which is something I'm really wanting to do. And we kind of got that kind of percolating in the back of our mind of where do we want to go first and what do we want to do? Experiences we'd like to have as a family of three, as we're kind of more mobile now. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's a big part of. So what other Avengers? Like what would yeah. be my options? Like if you give me multiple yeah, choice, I can pick, <laughs> but I'm not sure. Choice. Like I'm not so good with right, play and fun and adventure. So. I mean, really, it's just kind of like, okay, if you can dream it, you can do it. So, yeah. I mean, is it is, you know, what what would you like want to do? Would you want to like at some point, like take a big, I don't know, shift in your career and try something else? You know, where would you want to travel to? Like, what's a, you know, like I might want to live someplace else. Like, live you might want to live. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Oh, I like that. Okay. Like build my own house. Like, um, yeah. 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 Are there, I mean, like, not build it myself, but like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like design it and, yeah. and have yeah. it built. Yeah. Or like any skills or things that you would want to like try to develop or try, like learn a language or take like a I dance like class a or yeah. Or uh-huh. write a book. Oh, I would yeah. like to write a book. Yeah. Uh-huh. That is like definitely on my bucket. I would really like to write a book. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I think like, you know, when I, I send y'all random you know, like, yeah. let's try this class or like, let's do this. And we haven't acted upon it just yet. Just yet. I feel like it's coming. But yeah, like a lot of times I'm just kind of random, you know, whatever. Oh, look at this South Asian dance class. Let's go like try this. I have no rhythm whatsoever, but like, let's yeah. give it a whirl. Uh-huh. I think it would be fun. Or like I did a couple of weeks ago, like that alpaca yoga, which was like so the jealous. best time ever was so fun and I don't know that I would have done that like 10 years ago quite honestly because I signed up and I was going to go by myself regardless of you know and I don't again I I don't think I would have done that maybe 10 or 15 years ago gotten very brave yeah well it's alpacas and I love them I mean yeah (laughs) but it is this kind of feeling of like no time like the present yes like what am I waiting for what am I putting off 
you know, I think especially those of us that have like delayed gratification by like being in school for a long time and doing like that, that it's like, okay, there's no need to delay anymore. Like, yeah. let's do it. Anything else that comes to mind when we are thinking about midlife? I feel like we're, we're definitely going to revisit this. I think it'd be a good idea for us to do that, that book club. And we are creating, I think we're starting to kind of get together and create this program, maybe some workshops, something specifically for, for women in midlife. So I'm looking forward to see where we go with that. But anything else, other, other thoughts or just things for people to reflect on, whether you're in this phase or somewhere else? I love this idea of there being a map and kind of this, it's, it's a little tough, I think, especially for those of us that have looked externally for that map to really feel like we can create that ourselves. But I like this idea of like hopes and dreams and trying to think about what you'd like for that portion of your life. Cause I think, I don't know that I give that much thought. I mean, even though we're talking about it, I don't know that I give that much thought. So kind of just like, whether that's a conversation you have with your partner or with your girlfriends or with, you know, whatever I think, or by yourself, just journaling of like, what would I like for this to be? I mean, kind of my idea of like, okay, if Wesley's leaving in five years, I better get my life together. <laughs> if, if in my mind, I'm telling myself the story, my life's going to be over. Like that's not fair to anybody. Right. And that's completely up to me. So like, what do I need to do now to get ready for that? To fill my life in a way that doesn't feel, you know, like it's empty, find purpose, find meaning. Okay. Yeah. There's a quote and I'll, slaughter it but i was watching what is it called power of the rings or something like that it's like the prequel to lord of the rings or something on amazon prime and there was this quote and i thought it was really interesting said something to the effect of like a journey is something you do alone but an adventure is something you do with other people and i really really love that and so that made me really think about this time in my life and who do i want to surround myself with so that i can have adventures and navigate this this time period and so i encourage our listeners to think about that too yeah yeah. I guess for me, the last thing I would just throw in there is if any of this resonates with you, mm-hmm. like if you feel like you're in midlife and are thinking about it, we'd love to hear from you in terms yeah. of like, where do you feel lost with this? What would be helpful around this? What mm-hmm. questions do you have that we might be able to support you with? Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Well, I think that's going to do it for today. Thanks so much for listening. We look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Subscribe to Inspiration from the Couch wherever you access your podcasts. We always welcome your feedback. Visit us on our website at inspirationfromthecouch.com. Inspiration from the Couch.